This is No Kizzy with Trizzy, hosted by Latrell McCoy. We talk about the greatness that's come out of Raleigh, North Carolina, whether it's sports, community, or business. We highlight successful stories of people that have made it happen for themselves and their families. And talk about what it took for them to become successful. No Kizzy. Yo, welcome to another episode. No Kizzy with Trizzy. I got a special guest, more like a brother, you know what I'm saying? A uh, uh, myth, a legend in the city. And like, I'm not even joking, though. Brock Young, ladies and gentlemen, what's up, my brother? What's up, bro? How are you? I'm good, man. Before we start, though, I just want to let you know, my mom said hi. She, I told her you was doing this interview. She was like, you talking about a little million-dollar smile, Brock? <laughs> I was like, yeah, ma. Tell her I said, hey. Tell moms, I said, what's up, man? She gonna yeah. see this. She gonna see yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How's everything going though, bro? It's going good, man. It's going good. Still hooping, but then I took a, a position as a counselor okay. over at elementary school. I help out over there a lot with some of the young youth. So anybody that's around, man, come tap in with us. For sure. For come sure. tap in with us. They, they they need a lot of more male role models. For sure. I always really wanted to know about like how you started playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? And as far as, because your uncle was in the league, right? Yeah. Like, how did that start? Because you always been, like, way more advanced than everybody. So Yeah, so. Okay. So it happened not even through my uncle. <laughs> it happened because of my mom, honestly. She was a teacher. We was there probably, like, 645. And so I had nothing to do. And so we had an NBA length court it was outside though every day you know what i'm saying since kindergarten i was outside in the mornings and then in the afternoons before she had to leave i was outside again and then after she after we left we had either i had practice or not i was practicing on top of that so a lot of kids coming up you know what i'm saying they couldn't get to a court they couldn't get to a court right. every day and i had the luxury of you know what I'm saying my mom being a teacher so that was it from Shout out to Mom Dukes, boy. Yes. Literally kindergarten to fifth grade, I was doing three a days. <laughs> bro, I believe so, it, bro. Cause I, so, it used to be like we used to hoop and I just be like, bro, this is not normal. Like, why we can't do something right. this shit? And, and so I used to come up with games um, called Imaginary People. And yeah. so every day I would pretend to be somebody like one day I'll be Mike, yeah. one day I'll be Iverson. Shaquille O'Neal posting up by myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I use my imagination. And it wasn't really like we had no uh, no motive behind it. No, like it wasn't social media driven or like hype driven. It was all pure love for and the you game. you by yourself? By myself, bro. Damn, that's fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was just pure love for the game. And what age was you? Hold on. I'm a little better than everybody. You could, it's yeah, okay. You yeah. Nah, it was probably like... Going on like fifth, sixth grade, you know what I'm saying? Only because you can, and you can, Jason Coleman, 3D can attest to this. Shout out to my boy, Jason. Yeah. Hey, I used to be in a program at the YMCA. Shout out to Mo Johnson, too. Shout out um, to Mo. She had a program at the Y, and that's where all the older, the high school, the college pro guys were hooping at the time. So we used to sneak up, I used to sneak upstairs, and you know what I'm saying? Jay would put me on his team, we would run. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like the last two games. I had to watch yeah. like the first probably like five, six games, but them last two, maybe three, I would get on. So, 
know what I'm saying? This was in like fifth, sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? So coming into the my seventh grade year at Daniels, I think my first game I had like 50 points and I just knew. Damn, the no. first game though? Yeah, so it was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I said the first game, <laughs> you had 50. And, and so <laughs> it was close to it. It may not have been 50, but it felt like it, it was probably. Nah, like, it was funny, bro. Yeah. I'm, it's a lot of shit that you, like, like I'm saying, bro, like, Niggas give you your flowers while you're here because yeah. who was it? Was it it might have been Tara Tyrus? Somebody told yeah. me this already, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He was getting fifty in middle school. I'm like, but that don't even so, sound right. And and it just it came from man, just I don't know, I used to do a lot of <laughs> I used to do a lot of skating back in the day. Yeah. So shout out, and shit. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Capital Skate, but you know what I'm saying? It just I don't know. It helped cool. With coordination, oh and for balance. sure, and your for footwork. Sure. Nah, it was dope though. It was dope experience coming up, man. Okay, so let's get to high school, ninth grade. You played varsity ninth grade, right? Yeah, coming into my ninth grade season, we went to team camp. I don't know, you can call me Mister Fifty because I had fifty my first. And you wore number fifty. Is this and why I wore, you wore number fifty? Nah, I wore number fifty because that was the biggest uniform back then. They the uniform with my number yeah. by number. And we used to like the big joints. We used yeah. to like the big joints yeah. back then. So 50 was the biggest uniform. So that's the it's one. Just I, coincidentally, you having 50. You feel me? I, it shit didn't <laughs> happen, man. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I was on JV the yeah. first game. So when I had probably like 50. <laughs> <laughs> that JV game, he was, they moved me up. Yeah. They moved me up to a diversity team. And I had to play Shawan and a wow. coach at Leesville, him and his pops. Yeah, and, and ask him. He they they ran a boxing one on me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that was I have got moved up to varsity, and so we had won that team camp. And then from then on out, it was just a wrap. I knew what it was. Okay, so tenth grade. How was your sophomore year? Like, I don't know if you, I don't know how you call it, but uh, I got recognized for um, the McDonald's All American. Yeah, so yeah. I went to the Nike Jamboree mm-hmm. out in St. Louis. I went out there for a weekend. Played against some of the top guys. Yeah. It was real dope. Dope, real dope experience. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember I went to Adidas camp. And I, because you only as good as your area. Yeah. So when you go and you see all these players and you're like, damn. Like, I'm seeing Derrick Rose and all these people. I'm like, mom, I'm coming home, man. That <laughs> shit is not it. <laughs> man, I'm it. telling you. And look, and so. My experience down there was like it was my first time away yeah. from the crib, and uh, my roommate got sick and couldn't come, and so they had me in a dorm by myself, bro. And I ain't saying I was scared of that, but I ain't had nobody to talk to. Yeah, I yeah. ain't have nothing. It was in a dorm room. It had nothing. Like I don't know. I just think I needed. You know what I'm saying? How, how did you do? I ain't even gonna lie. I want the best out there. Yeah, but uh, it was a few guys out there. That was tough. Chris, you remember Chris Wright? He went to Daytona. Okay. But back, back he up. Crazy Okay, bounce. I know exactly who you're talking um, about. And then there was a couple guys from South Carolina out there. Dang, I can't think of nobody else. But it was a few big-name guys out there that was decent. And like I said, I wasn't even the best one out there. They had 6'4". That's when I really knew, like, Back then, when when you hear it, it won't know six four, six five point guards. You know what I'm saying? You get out there, it's six five point guards, and I'm like, oh, I ain't seen this yet. 
it helped me grow, you know what I'm saying, because my junior and sophomore, my senior season, it was a breeze. So your senior year, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you're getting all type of letters and all type of shit. So yeah, how, how was it now? Because you're the leader now, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, my sophomore, and this is a – pay attention to this. Uh, young high schoolers that's pretty good out there. Hey, stick with them, them books it because – a lot of big name schools dropped me from their what's the name just because of my grades. I had a few big name schools, and the thing on the board they got a board, uh, excellent player, no grades. You know what I'm saying? And I was that guy. Yeah. Uh, only because I just wanted to hoop, and I knew I had the love for the game, but it was just way I deeper than that. It was way deeper than that, and. My senior year, I had to get straight A's, and I had to take two honor courses. What's crazy? You did it? I did it. So it's just, that's like you said, bro, that's wild. You could do that. Like I could do it, but, you know what I'm saying, it took that pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, saying you will never play. You'll never play. In college, you'll never play nowhere after this if you don't get straight A's. How y'all end up doing? We lost the first round, but. You, you have any 50-point games? Your senior season? Yeah, actually with DJO. Y'all played against DJO? Yeah. Me so you had 50 on Marcus Hodges then. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. So it, wasn't 50, <laughs> it, was, it was 45, 46. Okay. But it's still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> DJ had 45 too, though. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So we went back and forth, but that's my guy. Nah, yo, me too, bro. That's yo, my dog. That, that's, for sure. Woo. And Lee, what about, I remember, was it Leesville? I'm not sure yeah. who it was. You did? You had 40 on them too. Yeah. Man. How much was you averaging your senior year? My senior year was probably like 25. 25. Yeah, but like I said, you, you get them games where, you know what I'm saying? Only because I, I used to chill most of the games. And Coach Farrell, to this day, he's still mad at me because I'm 30 points shy of the all-time, the all-time record. Over the all-time, Pistol Pete? Yeah. I'm wow. being smashed, Pistol. Only because he only went there two years. So oh, okay. I, I didn't know. I, okay. I, I, I take it. You yeah, for me? sure. For sure. Uh, the games that weren't, like, big games, I used to chill. I used to try to get the sis, you know what I'm saying, get my yeah, team involved. But that's a point guard, bro. Coach, Coach Fair used to be like, see, you, you had 12, and then you tried to get 15 assists. You could have had 20, and you just – and I came up 30-point shot, man. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I am number two, you know what I'm saying? Who's number one? Uh, Shav. Okay, Shav. You know Shout what I'm out saying? Shout out to Shav, you know what I'm saying? Too, hey, get my jersey retired, Shav, man. Come on, man. Your jersey ain't retired? No, man. Shav, come on, man. No. Come nah, on, but, Shav. Nah, but we're gonna we gonna talk some chicken with them. Yeah, it's okay. only right, man. It's only right. I, I got over two thousand in there. For sure. I would have thought your jersey was retired already, yeah. honestly. Really. So let's fast forward to college now. And boy, that's a whole different ball game. Boy. Yeah, man. So fast forward to college, it was a roller coaster because I came in as a, it was a senior guard. That was that already been there, and then I came. What's his in. name? His name was Daryl Daryl Johnson. Daryl Johnson. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, he was, he was a lefty from California. Okay, okay. He was real good, and we used to compete every day in practice. And I used to get my minutes, and then uh, my minutes started to drop. The coach had told me he's like, "Yeah, your your motivation and attentiveness for the game has fell off," and I'm like. You stopped playing me. He was like, I just wanted to see where your head was and see if you really wanted it. And, you know what I'm saying, in practice, you used to 
know what I'm saying, pick up 94 feet. And now you're not talking, you're not saying nothing. And I'm like, I want to play. It was like, you got to show me. So I took all that, you know what I'm saying, learned from it. And then in my sophomore season, when he was gone, I just fell into that role. And that's the year where I was leading the nation in assists. I was supposed to leave that year. Keon, you remember Keon Dorsey? Yeah. Him and Jamie Knox had. um, I remember Jamie Knox, too. Had um, tried to get me to withdraw from from school and and go ahead and enter the draft. But when I talked to my peoples, they were like, nah, stay in school. You know what I'm saying? That, that, and that's the way it went. And it wasn't no, hey, man, I can go try it, and then I can come back. And see, and that's probably, you know what I'm saying, the only regret I have is not taking that. That's probably the only regret I have. And yeah. only because that was probably my only opportunity. And I, after that, I got hurt postseason, preseason. I tore my meniscus. And so I tried to rehab and come back quicker than I was supposed to. And so I came back two weeks early. You know what I'm saying? I had did three-a-day workouts. You know what I'm saying? Just And rehab is so hard, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Hey, that rehab is crucial. So don't rush it. Take your time with it, man. And I know this is a little off subject, but I be hating when I hear people be like, about John, oh, yeah, he getting paid not to play. I'm like, bro, this man is working his ass off, bro. He's trying. He got to get back to playing. Like, it ain't like he just sitting there. That man working harder than the people that got to play, bro. He working 10 times harder because now he got to prove himself again, man. And people don't really understand. And that's another mental aspect of the game, man. And life itself, you got to deal with that. And on top of that, he in a different limelight. You know what I'm saying? He got a million people. You know what I'm saying? On coming down at him, like what you gonna do? Asking right. questions and shout out to him though, because he 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 overcame a lot for sure. And for a lot, sure. like he said, a lot of people would have folded in his position for sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dealing with everything he had to deal with. So That's real. But yeah, but preseason, I had tore my meniscus. I came back that whole year. I was dealing with um, getting my knee drained all season, and so. It was like a tough year, but I ended up getting six man of the year. Um, I let my young boy on the team start. Mm-hmm. Coach let me come off the bench like the first couple of minutes out of the game. You know what I'm saying? But just to let my, like let let me see the floor of the game, and it opened me up to something new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just flowed. So now I can I don't mind coming off the bench. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a good feel once you come into the game. It's like, I know how it's going. I know where I need to. I know where I need to insert myself. You know I'm saying pause for all you young cats out there. You know what I'm saying? So after your senior year. So damn, man, that's, and that's another thing. As soon as I get down to my senior season and the coach for UAB, his brother was the coach over for team over in Germany. And they wanted to sign me right after the game, after the tournament. And and so that game, I tore my ACL. Wow. That's crazy. I tore my ACL. I had to withdraw from school due to, you know what I'm saying, not being able to walk for a long time. I was in cr- on crutches for about a month and a half. I withdrew, and then 
I rehabbed, came back here to Raleigh. Was in the playing in the pro ham and tore my meniscus again. I rehabbed it, came back again. Was getting ready to sign a deal in China and then ended up tearing my Achilles. So you tore both of your Achilles? Or the same one? Nah, my Achilles. Oh, you tore your ACL ACL. and your Achilles? Bro, I didn't, I don't know, I knew you tore your ACL, but I never knew you tore your Achilles. Yeah. What the fuck, you was trying to dunk on niggas? What what happened? Nah, man, just freak accident. What happened the last injury where you tore your Achilles? Yeah, that was it. I was at G-Row, and that whole summer, that open gym type shit? Open gym. We was at G-Row all summer, and we was like, I was getting ready to leave again. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to get back into my groove. A freak accident. Just tried to jab, I jab left and tried to go. It felt like somebody. Yeah, was some Kobe type yeah, shit, right? I couldn't move. Q, Q Miller took me to the crib. He picked me up, took me to the crib. <laughs> Shout out to my dog, Quincy. Yeah, I man. couldn't even walk. Couldn't even walk. So just imagine, you know what I'm saying, coming out of college with an opportunity to go to the league. You know what I'm saying? After being told, my college coach told me my freshman year, he was like, you're not that type of player who ever make it to the NBA. I was uh, wilding out. I used to skip class. You know what I'm saying? I was just, you know, I was a young college kid, man. Honestly, I'm going to be real. I will understand why because any normal person in your position is going to let it get to them. Like, oh, yeah, people say I'm this good. I know I'm this good. Right. So. He tried to, he gave me a little wake up call. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying? I, I won't late to none of the workouts, but I was the last one in the gym. You know what I'm saying? I, I was cooling, man. I was. Yeah, you just doing enough to get yeah, by. Yeah, you feel me? And yeah. so he sat me down one day and was like, you're not that guy. And then after my sophomore season, he had to pull me back in off and he was like, yeah, you got interest from the Houston Rockets, the Portland Trailblazers, yada, yada, yada. And so he had to, his respect went up. You know what I'm saying? He had to respect everything I did because I did change. But when he said that, it was just like, you don't know who you're talking to. Bro. Yeah. Come on, man. But that was the only opportunity that I had that I never got back. And see, that's the only reason that I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I didn't go anywhere after college, because I ain't never get another opportunity. All, and, all those injuries. And I was about to say, bro, that had to be like the darkest time of your life, bro. Ooh, <laughs> boy, for like eight, nine years, bro, I was in a, I was in a dark place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not a lot of people knew that, because, you know what I'm saying, I never stopped smiling. Yeah, you don't, you don't bro. You, you know don't. what I'm saying? And so it was crazy. And shout out to Pooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and shout, first of all, Poop is not going to let Brock Young name not be known. <laughs> I just want you to know that nah, nigga is going to make and, sure we talk right. about you. And not even on no, like, he was the first person to ever ask me, was I okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after all those injuries, like, nobody really asked, are you, like, are you okay? Yeah. And he was the first one to ask, you know what I'm saying, and really genuinely try to help me. You know what I'm saying? So he kept me in the gym. He kept me around the basketball because it was just like, I was out here. Bro, I can only imagine. But see, now, like you said, now that we have younger people, they need to hear this kind of stuff because asking a person is they all right can go a long way, bro. Seriously. A a long way. It brung everything full circle. 
with this mental health, man, because it's like I didn't ever think I when I associated mental health, I used to think like psych ward, like crazy, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Too. But too. but you know what I'm saying? That whole getting injured and then injured, injured, like that shit took it, it. It put a toll on me. So it was a dark time, bro. It was like it was. I want myself like the same young right here. But like you said, a lot of I, we would have never known though. Seriously, after all of that, you know what I'm saying. So after that Achilles injury, I got back in in my last year, and so I ended up finishing school. But I went through some more tough times because I lost seven people within a year, close people. I lost both of my uncles in a week. I lost my best friend to murder in Durham. My grandfather, I lost my coach, Coach B. Remember Coach B? Yep. And then uh, the professor who got me back in school, he died from ALS. And so it was a lot, man, to go through. But Wade, I locked in with Wade. And he got me a deal, my first deal playing with the Kentucky Thoroughbreds. Out in Kentucky for the TBL. I remember that. Chris too, right? With Chris. Shout, Chris, out, shout to Chris. out to Chris. And we went out there, you know what I'm saying, and got it into the outs of the league, and we brought it back here, and Wade started the Firebirds. Oh, so that's why he started it. Okay. And we won the Eastern Conference Finals the first year. And then they, they did us dirty. So we won the first game, and then they they made us drive to New York for the next two. And we should have had that next home game on the first one, we still had home court advantage, but it but is y- what But it y'all is. had it. I had to go to New York, but you the had the next home. day. Wow, that's so we got to the game late. <laughs> had to play right away. It was crazy, man. They did us real dirty. Yeah. And then we went down there with six players. This is that's crazy. But it's still growing though. It's a better league now. A lot more teams. Competition level is excellent. Yeah. Steve Steve Francis got a team in it. I think Tracy got a team in it. Grady. Yep. Your boy, Perk. He got some Perk. Perkins. Kendrick. Yep. Okay. He got he got partnership with somebody in the league. Okay. But it's a it's probably like sixty teams in the league. They got the Southwest region, east and north. It's crazy. So it's some good teams in there. Definitely a good league. So I got a question. So what would you tell the younger you, though, like the younger me, yeah, right now, if you could just Ooh, take it younger back me, to younger ninth me, grade, Brock, not be so humble. Yeah, I was too humble, man. I saved a lot of people because you know, what I'm saying I'm a real nice guy. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, and I ain't go. And not to be funny, I value people's friendships over you know, what I'm saying, right. and, and like a lot of people, I used to see it. You know, what I'm saying they used to be mad guarding me. Yeah, no cap, they used to be like, damn. Niggas used to argue, like, yeah. I'm not guarding him, man. Yeah, no. But, you know what I'm but saying? then you would just be like, you know what I I'm mean? I'm going to just take it easy on you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? I work for that, though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they didn't have to get up. You know what I'm saying? I got up every morning, bro. Oh and I, I worked for that. And I had to do it. I did it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that shit just funny to me. That, man. man, fuck, man. I got they used to argue, bro. I yeah. believe it, bro. I know. Because like I said, bro, you used to play Leesville and shit. I'm like, 
Yo, who gonna guard Brock, man? And Brock gonna give you 50. I'm like, damn, bro, the game, y'all. This man, he ain't even here right now, y'all talking <laughs> like this, bro. Yo. So I got a couple questions for you, though. Yeah. I always do this, man. All right, bet. Top five in the city. Who your top five? It could be now, it could be. All right, let's see. I'd probably go Randy Pulley. Okay. Randy Pulley was his dog. Shout out to Randy Pulley. Yeah. One of the best big guards, like one of the first big guards with bounce that I've seen. Yeah, definitely PJ for sure. Okay. Definitely. Let's see. John. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Five. Yeah. Big five. He got it. I ain't going to lie. Everybody I brought in here, you're, John and PJ is definitely in there for sure. And it's crazy because I never got to have this conversation with you because – even he will tell you, like, yeah, Brock is, like, one of the people that I look up to. And it's just, you, we used to see it, though. You know what I'm saying? He was a taller yeah. version of you. So, Bro, people used to say, if you had six, six, if you had a couple more inches on you, and then just to see what John evolved into is. That's true. Yo, that's because literally, I'm not lying. He used to be him, Rodney. You know what I'm saying? They all used to come to all the practices and all the games and all the AAU tournaments. They used to watch. Yep. And then it came down to me going to his games when he was in high school at Garner. I used to go to his games at Garner, and he used to put on a show. We used to, I used to have to talk to him in the game. You know what I'm saying? He used to be, you know what I'm saying? He played with a lot of emotion, too. Yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying? That's him. He wear it on yeah. his sleeve, man. Right. And just like everybody, a kid from the South, they're going to wear their emotions on the sleeve. And so we going to play with a lot of emotion. And, you know what I'm saying? And, that year that he was supposed to play with me, man, we had already we had worked out for the whole summer. We were in the gym. We used to go to Chavis and run the that gym. That would first of all, I ain't gonna lie, that would have been so crazy, bro. Yo, that would have been. I don't even think people dude. know. Like when we locked in for that summer, yo, we ran the whole like nobody. We used to go to every gym, and it wasn't nothing nobody could do. It was uh, literally nothing. Know. And then when we got to school, and, and it didn't. We didn't see his name on the list, bro. We went straight to his office. We went straight to Coach Burrell. office. like, what's good, bro? Yeah. Are you tripping? Is that, is it a mistake or something? But, you know, that's when you knew some of the stuff was like, I don't know. It was mostly politics. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, okay, so that's three. That's PJ. Who you say? Um, PJ. Yeah. PJ, John. Randy Pulley. Randy Pulley. Got two more. You got it. All right, so you named three older people. Give me two younger ones. Yeah, I'm going I'm to have to go with my young boys. Okay. Rodney, for sure. Okay, Bucko. Bucko. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen his shit? Is that like? Yes, of oh, course. Rodney been on they, steroids since they, he was built, They Speaking of Rodney, they built a school for this man. I don't think that happens for anybody. Facts. They created a school for him yeah, I really alone. Know. And he was a McDonald's All-American. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I'm going to have to, yeah, him. Okay. And then my dog, Sir Cheese, point guard. Booby Chapman, okay. You know what I'm saying? And nobody knows. We got the same, we got the same kind of, except he got a ring. I ain't got no ring. Shout out to my guy. He got a ring. I don't. At the low? Nah, at the, in college. But we got oh, the same. Do. We got the he same do. assist record. He's all time leading assist yeah, at his school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got over fifteen. I got over fifteen. Okay. Uh, so that's why y'all get along so well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Okay, I feel it. 
All right. Is there anything else you want to talk? Say, man. I yeah, know you man. got a youth. Hey, you yeah. got a youth program. You got a lot yeah, of shit man. going on tomorrow. We got product of my product of my environment coming out tomorrow. That's every Sunday. If anybody want to tap in with us, it's hosted at the table. One o'clock. Four thirty-two Hill Street. You know what I'm saying South Side. Pull up on us. It's all about trying to change the change the future. And we still stuck in. The same cycle, you know what I'm saying? And it, it, it start with the youth, and so we doing something every Sunday with them, at least starting in September. And then we coming out with a Big Brother program uh, for the Ground Zero Basketball League next year. Um, we got some mentors, some Big Brothers, somebody who gonna come um, help us out with raising these young youth up the right way, keep them out the streets, man. But other than that, man. That's dope, too, man. Yeah. That's dope. And get your shirt, man. Yeah, definitely you know tap saying? in with the shirts, man. The Raleigh way. It's a lifestyle, not really a brand. You feel me? That's <laughs> real. That's real. That's it, man. We out. This is No Kizzy with Trizzy, hosted by Latrell McCoy. We talk about the greatness that's come out of Raleigh, North Carolina, whether it's sports, community, or business. We highlight successful stories of people that have made it happen for themselves and their families. And talk about what it took for them to become successful. No kizzy. No kizzy.